Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Off the Rack. I am Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Normally this is a show where we take comic books in the past week, recap and review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. We're still going to recommend some books, but today it's all Spider-Man all the time, and no, not comic book Spider-Man. In fact, that's a topic that I think we should talk about, because normally... What we do on this show is we will talk about comic books and we will review them, but we also have like a topic, Mm -hmm. like a subject that we kind of break down. Yeah. And uh, this week, I think it's kind of tangential and connected to uh, Across the Spider-Verse, the latest installment of the Sony animated Oscar winning Spider-Man movie franchise. And uh, one of the things that I wanted to mention was the disconnect between the comics and the movies in terms of critical reception let's say and how marvel as a comic book publisher has handled the opportunities that the other multimedia groups like video games and movies have presented them Mm, you know mm -hmm. movies and video games have presented marvel with a plethora of options and market research data arguably Mm -hmm. to say like this is what people want or largely people want this and the comics go um i think we know what this means and by the way no you know i would normally be on the same side as the comic book publisher because i'm like look that's where it came from Mm -hmm. i know some i know some of these people mostly not at marvel but like i know the industry i know Mm -hmm. the people who are the players in it i like that it's a smaller industry and so normally i'd be like no leave the professional let them cook as the children say yet when it comes to Spider-Man, maybe they could pay, take a page or two out of the playbook over in the movies and stuff. Mm, yeah. And not just, oh, gee, look at this. It's a Peter Parker that's married with a child. It's, 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 there's a larger story problem here Yeah, okay. That, uh, that needs to be addressed or at the very least handled. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think the problem is, I know I haven't really just let you talk, but like the problem is, this is the last point I'm going to make about no, it. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Is that... Um, when you screw up enough times and you're owned by like a parent company, you are only allowed to screw up. There's only there's there's a secret number that you can hit before your parent company steps in and goes, you don't know how to do this anymore. And while I don't know how your industry works and I have no regard for it, I have to imagine I know how to do it better than you do. Right, right, right. You know, it was like um, very much when the comic book industry decided to impose their self-regulatory comics code of authority. Mm. That was a stop gap, a measure to stop the government from stepping in and going, we will monitor and rate. Right. Right. And they were like, we, we can, we can police ourselves. It's cool. You know, the comic book publishers, I can imagine they need to get their shit together when it comes to this kind of stuff before old, good old Bob Iger or, Kevin Feige step in and go, you guys are messing things up. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, we're handing you new audiences on a silver platter. You know, like, oh, look, a new Doctor Strange movie's out. And when they come in to buy it, what is it? Oh, he's dead. Cool. Good call. Hmm. Oh, Kamala Khan's got a new movie coming out. First movie of her kind. What'd you do with her? What? what, You did what? And we'll talk about that another time. That's okay. another. That's, that's another, another subject. A whole other thing. But it's it's just indicative of the larger problem. Yeah. Of this kind of like tone deaf yet also completely arrogant attitude from mm-hmm. from Marvel, specifically Marvel Comics. Right. You know, Warner Brothers and DC have their own crosses to bear, but specifically, you know, when it relates to Spider Man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, thoughts on that? Yeah. I don't know. I, I I I haven't put as much thought into it as you have because it's uh, that's not my guy necessarily that's true yeah yeah, like, yeah i like spidey but like he's not my guy so i don't really think too much about it mm-hmm. 
but I will for when we talk about it. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ta-da. Ta-da. We're talking about the movie now. Uh, the second installment of the Spider-Verse franchise mm. and it is a franchise at this point oh, yeah. uh, not just because we're getting a promised third movie but also because of just how popular and successful these movies are and continue to be i i'm i'm floored by the what what, what i assume is not restraint but is rather just self-imposed you know protection against covid risk as to why this whole franchise hasn't been milked to death you know, like I, I would be like hard pressed to find in an alternate reality where COVID didn't happen. A Sony that didn't go, okay, the first movie did well. Well, how about a Gwen cartoon? How about a Spider-Man noir cartoon? How about a Spider-Ham cartoon? How about, how about, how about, how about, how about, how about, how about? and then before you know it, you're like, oh, across the Spider-Verse. Well, I've already seen 17 spider things, <laughs> you know, and yet we don't have that. All we have is this. We have that and this. How nice. I wonder if it's big. I wonder if it's legal. I could be. It could. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like the deal doesn't, doesn't Disney have the rights for the sh- like to do shows. They do have the right to do shows. Yeah. So they'd have to do movies. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's part of the reason why no one's ever going to see the spectacular Spider-Man ever again is because Sony owns that. Right. Um, and Disney doesn't want it, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird and gross. It's matters or bug. No, I thought I heard a bee, but I thought I heard like a buzz. You did not hear a buzz. OK, but if you did, I'll get you. The swatter. I'm not using that thing. No, oh. you're you're missing out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so normally the show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you can always use super chats, ask a question, or comment. You'll be here on the show forever. Uh, but yeah, so across the Spider Verse, no more preamble. Uh, directed by Joaquin DeSantos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. Written by Phil Lord, Chris Miller, Dave Callahan, or Callaham, uh, and of course it stars Shmik Moore, Haley Steinfeld, and Brian Terry Henry. Uh, and of course, Oscar Isaac and uh, a whole host of other uh, extra and many voices. Others. Many, many, many more. But um, yeah, let's talk about some non-spoiler thoughts. Okay. Then we'll talk about our, you know, feelings about the movie, the, the most critical thoughts. And then we can talk more, more, you know, glowingly, okay. I think, about the movie. Okay. okay. Uh, but overall, initial impressions, non-spoilery thoughts, Tiffany. Oh, me first? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, he's gonna go first. I'll put my thoughts. I've together. been I've been going first. I know. This I whole know. episode. Um so I'll be honest with you, this definitely um was it was good. Yep. Uh visually stunning. Fair. Visual spectacular. Uh I honestly thought the theater would be more filled. Yeah. By yeah. us. We had some options for where to sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's like not a, like a real like, And it's not indicative of the national. No, it or isn't. I was just like, success. oh, okay. I mean, like it was full, but it wasn't like it wasn't, yeah, but it was also like 5 30. It wasn't teeming. That's true. No, that's true. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, I was just like, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Cause I, I feel like the first movie was yeah. packed. Oh yeah. Um We went a little later in the day. I it was our call a couple of years ago. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Uh yeah, you know, um, I think voice actors did a good job. Yep. As, as always, actors did a good job. But mm-hmm. I, I'm like, are they voice actors? Are they actors? Yeah, I just call them actors. I mean, like, because so many of them are... are voice actors, but then there are people who are actors who do voices. Um, this is, I think, more in the in the, in the the latter. Right. Um, did a great job. You know, really, really liked a lot of the, the music selection in there. And, yes. And like I said, I can't say enough about the actual, like, visuals of this movie. Right. Yeah, no, it was a it was, like you say, it was stunning, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, no, no, uh, spared no expense. 
about this movie. It's, uh, I think it doubled the budget. It was a hundred million dollar animated movie. But that's, that's not that always worries me when they do that type of thing. Like when like it's like, woo, we did it. And then they like flood mm-hmm. the creators with extra money. Yes. Which is like this is not so much a flood. This was they they projected it to cost the same as the last one, mm-hmm. and then it ballooned. And so they needed to give them more okay, money. No, that's no, no, better. This is, that's better. Yeah. Because it always makes me worry when the, the studio just throws money at something and then the creators lose that special panache uh-huh. that made it work. But Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. And and you know, overall, I mean like the movie has result uh it has um proven its worth so to speak mm-hmm. uh you know it cost 100 million dollars over the weekend it made 120 dollars or 20 million dollars only made 120 dollars uh half of it was me and those uh those those buckets those popcorn bucket heads <laughs> but no i uh, made 120 million dollars yeah, uh, so in america they're, they're fine and worldwide 200 so it already doubled its budget yeah. if you're going by the rule of thumb which is you know here nor there uh it's already made its money back yeah and so you're good they're, they're not worried that's opening weekend so it'll probably i mean and by the way uh, other tidbits of information this is the longest animated picture made in america ever oh okay. over two hours long okay. uh, beats the last one by i believe six minutes and so um yeah, yeah, this is this is the longest one. Didn't feel the long time. Got to tell you, I didn't feel it uh, drag. There was no moment where it felt like it dragged. No, like each scene was snappy and fun and quick. I didn't really feel at any point that the film dragged. I felt like there was excitement or good drama in every scene. I think there might have been a couple of moments where I was like, I wish it was a little more condensed Mm -hmm. but we can talk about those later oh absolutely but yeah i guess i didn't really think about it i I knew the runtime going you didn't feel the runtime no i didn't feel so i did not know the runtime i didn't i assumed it was gonna be like 90 minutes i did because you bought the tickets we went and saw it on self birthday that's right and i had to try to plan when i should place an order for dinner (laughs) that's true (laughs) so So you were like i knew the the runtime but i really didn't think too much about it and and actually caught me by surprise when it ended yeah because of it made me think of when i first saw lord of the rings mm-hmm. and i didn't know right because i didn't read the book i didn't i don't know i didn't know anything about lord of the rings and it was just like over and i'm like wait what yeah so i had no idea i wasn't paying attention with mm-hmm. this one so i was like wait what <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that was a great experience seeing lord of the rings <laughs> and this uh, yeah. oh, but overall you know liked it disliked it of course i liked it um mm-hmm. you know I, I i had a great time watching it i knew i was in good hands that was one of those nice feelings where i'm like this is gonna be good like i just i already knew when i went in that this is going to work and uh and for the most part i uh i completely agree with my past self um it was good mm. it, was, it was a good it was a good movie like you say good blend visuals music sound uh acting um and story overall uh i'd say it was a, it was a, it was a fantastic flick mm. uh definitely worth seeing in theaters and absolutely a worthy if not a superior uh, no pun intended uh <laughs> successor to its uh, previous iteration um i heard a little bit of controversy not so much controversy but i heard people talking about how um that, that they didn't expect it to be a cliffhanger that they didn't expect it to be an empire strikes back and i was like how could you not i remember when they announced it it said part 1 and part 2 that's me there you go. And it's the regular. But folks. I wasn't paying attention to know. the part one. I didn't pay attention to the other thing. I saw like the trailer and that was it. Yeah. And I didn't. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, I knew there was going to be a third one. And I just assumed based on my pop culture junkie adult brain mm-hmm. that if there's going to be an immediate part three, if they knew they were making a part three right away, mm-hmm. then they could get away with making it a cliffhanger. Uh, and uh, and I think it all it, it improves. The movie. I'm glad that they didn't try to arbitrarily make it like its own self, kind of self-contained thing, 
and then go like and here's the third one i guess because like now i think it'll i think the third one might even be more successful because more people are going to be like i have to normally it's like oh i want to go see this movie but mm. now it's like i have to see the third one i have to see where this goes right and so uh for that i'm like i commend the filmmakers for their uh, creative decision in that regard mm. uh, but overall yeah i just dug it and i think it uh, did a nice job i think if you like the spider-man character if you like miles especially uh, if you like gwen if you like all these characters uh overall you're going to like them um you know if, if you are a hardcore spider-man fan mm-hmm. there's a difference between being a hardcore fan of spider-man as a mascot slash logo mm-hmm. and being a hardcore fan of the character but if you are a hardcore fan of spider-man merchandise then you are going to lose your mind seeing this movie right right you're going to love it like you love your grandma mm-hmm. uh, if you are a spider-man fan i think you are still going to love it but you're also going to be like i'm hearing a lot of things that are conflicting with my own reactions mm. <laughs> like miguel oh yeah like ben riley right you know um the the main characters go with it you know they they were very fortunate that it's like miles when the first movie was produced this is the best version of miles out of the comic books out of the video game it, this is the best version mm. and it is the most definitive and i think there was without this movie version of miles you don't get the beloved video game version of miles like this is the template by which people measure miles's success Mm. uh and i think that that's you know to his credit like good you know Mm -hmm. um but when it comes to things like uh, oh and gwen who was originally like a variant cover and then became a character and people lost their effing minds about gwen in the comic book world only to then have diminishing returns i think like gwen kind of fell out Mm -hmm. of people's favor not because of any particular reason just well, that's what happens when you like love a design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. as opposed to a character. And even if you like the character, you know, like how many more, oh, that's Frank Castle, but it's this. Right. I mean, and especially if it's like, if you're a Spider-Man fan and it's really more fun just to see them draw other Marvel characters in the style of Spider-Gwen. Um, so again, this movie got a chance to grab the Spider-Gwen character and kind of like take everything that was established just like miles yeah and then kind of just futz with it enough to be mm-hmm. like hey here's something different new fresh and definitive mm-hmm. people love spider gwen as a result including myself i didn't really care about spider gwen in the comics i love her in this okay uh and i love her enough to go like all of these things are technically not betrayals of the character <laughs> Like you didn't betray the character that much, you know. Yes, that's the that's the George Stacy thing. Yes, that's the Aaron the, the Aaron Davis thing. Yes, that's his father thing. Like, yeah, you know that you did it. You know it's different enough, but also similar enough, so mm-hmm. it all worked. Now let's get into spoilers. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. So Miguel is just a completely different character. Yeah, they they it's like they just wanted to use the name and design. They love the design. And listen, I get it. Marvel Comics is the exact <laughs> same thing. For the longest time, Rick Leonardi and uh, Peter David create this character. Everyone yeah. loves him. Spider-Man 2009, completely different, completely different character, completely different interpretation. The ideas behind him, the idea, the 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 you know the cyberpunk aspect of the character and his direction and where he goes and his relationship with his brother and Elijah and stuff like. Lyja, Lila, Ly- yeah, Lyja is of course a scroll. Yeah, <laughs> um, n- no relation. But uh, yeah, man, like this was just we need a heavy, we need a heavy, 
and here he is and to the point where they called him like a half vampire yeah I, and i'm I like, like that just seemed like oh you just forgot right like, you didn't even know you saw the design and went like oh he's got fangs right oh that means he's a vampire and it's like no man like he has the claws because the genetic change in his physiology didn't work right and right. so like in the, i remember him learning to crawl and he's like I couldn't stick by myself. I needed these talons on my fingers and toes. And like when he, when he spiders out, like he gets fangs and stuff. Like it, I assumed it was just the creators and writers didn't understand what Morlun and the inheritors were. And so <laughs> they just made it vampires. Right. And they're like, it's a nod. Yeah. It's a, it's like a, it's like a wink and a nod like, to I'm the inheritors. Like, you just didn't get it. Yeah. Or like, it was a joke that went completely over everybody's heads where they were like, no, I just wanted her to say he's like a vampire. Uh huh. But like he also tries to bite somebody. Yeah. So what's that all about? Right. It's like, no, 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 no. It was a poorly timed joke in which he is kind of like a vampire, but also he's so aggressive that he uses the fangs like a vampire, but he isn't a vampire to bite somebody. It's, it's like right. it's, what? It's, and his it's whole strange. It's strange. It, his whole holy crusade is just not Spider-Man 2099. His aggression his lack of humor lila is a completely different version i mean we saw it in the in the post credit scenes and yeah. it was fine then yeah, yeah. especially as like a wink and a nod but like now it's like okay you're not even close right um right. and that's fine again like again pissing off virtually no one like the theater yeah, the people who made this movie 200 million dollars don't give a crap about don't care that and it's just it's so funny to me because those people don't know anyway so you could have named him anyone well that's true but and it doesn't matter because they don't know right, they're never going to know but i'm not gonna not use that design i guess it's too powerful it like spider-man 2009 looks so good yes that he, you can't relegate him to a pointing scene right he needs to be front and center and if he's going to be front and center what do you do with him well he's more aggressive oh well then he's the bad guy well, okay fine <laughs> and i know that everyone's gonna be like the spot's the bad guy we're getting there yeah, hang on. But Miguel is really the bad guy because he's like tonally the bad guy. Uh, he's a bad guy without being a bad without guy. Without being a bad guy. He's the heavy. That's why I called him the heavy. <laughs> yes. It's like he is the one who's like, we're going to do it this way because we have to do it this way. Well, he has to be like, he has to be the opposing like authoritarian figure to Miles' youth. Exactly. Like, yeah. That, he, there you, has to be that. It can't just be a bad guy. There has to be that figure who's telling him yeah. like, no. Like, I know what I'm doing. I'm the adult. I know what's best for you. Yeah. And that way the youth can rally against that. Well, and that's, that. of course, because... That's just, I mean, that, that's, that's a very tropey thing to do. Absolutely. Well, there's the nothing whole, wrong with that. Well, and the whole movie is about parenting. Mm. The movie is about railing against your authorities. It's about fitting in within the, the framework of your family. I mean, like, there is pregnancy imagery child imagery mm -hmm. parental imagery like you have the paralleling gwen and miles plots which are both about their dads mm -hmm. or parents right and how they want them to go in one direction and they don't want to go in that direction and they mm -hmm. both have to like be honest with uh, with uh, about themselves with their with their authority figures yeah you know and then uh you know and Gwen is looking for belonging and so she goes with the spiders and Miles is looking for belonging and he already was with the spiders. There's, you know, yeah. And then there's Peter and there's Miguel. And so it's like that every, every scene informs that motif. Mm -hmm. That's storytelling. Hey, yeah. Holy crap. Wow. You won't find that in Dr. Strange two multiverse of madness. You won't find that in Ant-Man 3 Quantumania. And by the way, I'm not ragging on the MCU not yet. I'm just no. saying that, uh, you know, it's 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 refreshing yeah it's a reason why dungeon dragons did so well right people are like oh my god 
a story with a big middle with a beginning, middle, and end that like set something up and then paid it off at the end. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like it's it's like there's a formula to this stuff. So that's nice. <laughs> it's like some, there's some sort of circle, yeah, or <laughs> yeah, or a or, or a, a pyramid, or a or you know, a journey, or, or a journey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like there's books written about it. But uh, but it was you know overall Miguel, he had to be the heavy. They had to do that again. But it, but it's like, eh, all right, you yeah. know what, whatever. Like again, I don't love Miguel enough to be like the movie failed. Oh, no. you know, uh, Ben Riley again because of the comic book show. We're going to talk about Ben Riley. Sure. Just I I was like oh. Feel bad for the Ben Riley fans. They're gonna be doing some significant mental gymnastics to justify how awesome he is. But, the, but that was so funny to me because it's like, and this is like maybe like a little—it's not even a ding. Because here's the thing, okay, mm-hmm. everybody. If I liked the movie, yeah, all right. But just because I like the movie doesn't mean I can't point out things, right? That maybe I think are a little flawy or just not as strong as other things. Exactly. I thought it was funny that they're simultaneously like rearranging characters so that they can use names and costumes because yes. they're like, well, the people don't know. They don't care. They don't right. care. Who cares? Yeah. Well, let's put this Ben Riley thing in and make it like a joke. For like a send up. Like it's, yeah. I'm like, right. Like, and I know it's just like a, here's like a little, like, here's something for you guys. And I'm like, and but yet, is it? And yet the guys who want that don't want him to be like, right, exactly. <laughs> I was like, Wait, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, like we're going right. to completely rearrange who Spider-Man India is. Yeah. Just, just, just head, stem to stern, he's a different person. Different design, different motif, different concept, different attitude. Fine. Yeah. Again, pissing off nobody. And I think elevating the character. Number one, his costume is a lot more, like, authentic, m- more inspired by, yeah. the, by the current trend. Uh, and you know, being played by an Indian actor, like it, everything about that work. Oh, that's great. But also it's like, but it, but it just ain't that anymore. Like right. you, you take the Spider-Man India from the comics and it's just like, that's just another idea. That's Spider-Man India B, you mm-hmm. know, another one. But Ben Riley, it's like, he's drawn like he, like it's the nineties. He's, he's called Ben, he's blonde. And all he does is complain and cry. Mm-hmm. But Miguel also calls him first and his elite squad take down Miles. So there is something to him mm-hmm. that makes him strength, like, valuable. And I think that is like an afterthought by the creators to go, you've really, you, don't, you are underestimating how many people like Ben Riley. <laughs> <laughs> like when he first shows up in the trailer, I saw so many people be like, oh my God, Ben Riley, yes. And it's like, and then the, 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 the most interaction you'll see of him is him being like, I'm so tortured. Right. And I'm like, that's, I mean, he wasn't really like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he was upset, but he wasn't. No, it's a, it's the joke. That's the like, joke. It's a, it's yeah, it's a joke. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right. And again, I'm not, I'm like, it's just so funny yeah. to me that they're like, that's what we're going to do with this character. Exactly. But again, it's just because they're like, we're, do, we're making our own thing. Yeah. And and, that, and again, like it's, just, this is the Spider-Verse version of Ben Ryan. Yeah, and I'm like, that's fine. fine. Nobody's going to, it, it, it doesn't hurt the movie at all. No. Again, like these are all just like comic book things that like, I noticed or yeah. that were that are that are worth mentioning on a comic book show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the villain, the spot. Uh, I will mention this only because okay. the, the it's it's come up on another show that I do with DJ Woolrich over on Only Stupid Answers Patreon. The Spider-Man animated series from 1994 sure. has had an irreparable effect on Spider-Man multimedia since its inception. And you can trace every single thing like that you th- that defines or informs the interpretations of the character in multimedia, particularly in movies, especially in movies, almost exclusively movies 
to that cartoon show. Mm -hmm. And I think it is entirely because Hollywood executives are, are, are practically illiterate and they're lazy and they're stupid. And they're like, I could read a comic book, mm -hmm. but a comic books are for children and right. I'm not a child. So I'm a 65 year old man. Okay. And B I'm not reading anything. So if you show me a 22 minute cartoon, but those are for children too. No, but a cartoon. Yeah, but, but but I'm making a cartoon. <laughs> oh right, 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 right. So if I watch this right, cartoon, right, right. it will inform research. what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm making a comic book movie adaptation. I, I I'm not going to pretend like I'm not just mining, you know, the toy chest. Here. <laughs> and uh, there's so much of it. Venom's, you know, the the symbiote's aggressiveness mm -hmm. and how it makes Peter Parker a bad person is exclusively tied to the cartoon interpretation. And just draw your conclusions from there. But all of that is there. And the spot is yet another example. Really? Where the spot is yet another character. Because like the spot in the comic books, <laughs> he's in like not a lot of issues. But he's, he will be now, I'm sure. No doubt. But like he's a joke. <laughs> He's silly. He's he's lame. When he was introduced, they were like, this is stupid. In the cartoon, they were like, he's formidable, but only because he's intelligent. Like, mm. he was a scientist. He was also well-meaning. He is sympathetic. Like, he is almost like Rick Moranisinian in his portrayal, where it's like, oh, you, like, feel bad for me because I'm a nerd and because I'm trying to do the right thing or I'm trying to do something that isn't necessarily good, but you don't necessarily like condemn me for it. Mm -hmm. It's just, I was like, that's the same spot. Yeah. And you did it because you watched the cartoon show. Ah, I'm just seeing that cartoons effect on everything that is. Right. And right. I'm just like, I'm just constantly watching that happen. I, and it's just like that cartoon came out almost 30 years ago. Right. And it's I, still having an effect. And it's I, just because it's, it's short. Yeah. And I used to, they also picked him because it's like, there's, oh, there's not a lot to it. And like, it's really easy to take him and, and retrofit him to make the multiversal. Elements oh yeah. No, like, uh, work. it's, it's again, it's a stroke of brilliance in as much as it's like, it's shorthand. It's, it's storytelling shorthand. We need a character who can, who, who isn't, who doesn't have a complicated, if you, if you made it anybody else, the lizard, Doc Ock, Mysterio, you, you know, Number one, they're taken and they were used in bigger effect. But mm -hmm. like the obvious point I'm trying to make here is the spot is a blank canvas, so yeah. to speak. And so you can like you can have him be tied directly to the plot and not piss any fans off. Right. Exactly. And so why not just use that version from the cartoon? Right. I, I saw 10 minutes of him. I get it immediately and I'm done. I don't have to research. I don't have to look it up. I don't have to watch, read anything. I'm I'm good. Yeah, and like honestly, and by the way, like good. It's funny because he's simultaneously like you're right that yeah. like they're clearly trying to pull like like no, you should feel bad for him or whatever. Yeah, he's you're, also you want, kind he's, of a, a joke, but like really, he's just a force that's occurring. Yes, yes, like, he drives the plot. This is this is like get on the plot train. Here mm -hmm. we go. It's spot well, that's powered. right. He's it, it is <laughs> yeah. He, the spot is the conductor, or really more yeah, like the 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 engine in the you know in the system yeah. i don't know how trains work but like it <laughs> it runs the train um and yeah but you don't have to worry about it we don't have to waste time we need to spend 30 minutes on a gwen story we can't spend any time developing the plot for spot well because it's like it's it is the plot is occurring around it's like it, he, he's like here's i'm doing this yeah and then the actual movie is just occurring around him yes He's well, because he's like, get on, like you said, just get on my get back. On. I'm going to drive us through to the end of the movie. Yeah. And you guys just do what you need to do back there. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm uh, again, smart. It's economical. I get it. That, Two hour long cartoon show movie. 
it's like it's impressive yeah now that said i do want to say for me and again this is an opinion yes <laughs> you can't tell me i'm incorrect because it's my opinion sure <laughs> um i know you will watch them watch them do it i know i know i know but i just want you to know that i don't count what you say then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah now if you instead just share your opinion that's fine exactly because that's your opinion yeah um i felt like the editing in this mm. wasn't super strong. Okay. And I feel like it was, there was a lot of ideas that went into this movie. And yes. there's, like, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't mind like an ABC plot. Like I have no problem with that. I, I kind of love that. There's definitely some plot lines. I kind of wanted a little more from like, I was like multiverse stuff. I get it. That's what, that's what gets the butts in the seat. Mm -hmm. That's what everyone's excited for. They want to find the spider person that they relate to. Yes. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, it's simultaneously super inclusive and super awesome for that. And yep. I, and I at the same time feels super marketing and capitalistic. Absolutely. Like, I, I like, it's it's pleasing it everyone. It's weird like, to watch. What, it's what's a, happening. I don't know how to feel about this. It's um, actually a miracle in marketing <laughs> engineering. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, like I love it for the reason that like, again, like, someone could look out into the Spider-Verse and find a character that maybe they relate to. Yes. Like, like whether it be the culture they come from or, you their know, orientation their, 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 their orientation or their sex or whatever. background, yeah. like, you know, whatever situation they're in, there's probably one there for them, right? But again, like, it just also feels like marketing's like, yes, that's right. There is someone there for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe it's not like that. But, no. so like, I'm like, cool, whatever. Like that stuff's fun. I really wanted a lot. I liked the stuff at home. I liked the Miles and his family. I liked the you know other side of the, the coin of like Gwen and her family. You know, like yeah. I, I liked that a lot. And I, I felt like the cuts between those two places and the reasons that they were happening yeah. didn't could have been edited stronger. I'm not saying I have a, a way that that to do that. Right. Because I'm not that. But I, I, I know that. I just feel like when I was watching it, it just didn't flow mm -hmm. well for me. Absolutely. And as much as I really did enjoy getting to know Gwen in her universe with her dad at the beginning of this movie, mm -hmm. that one went a little longer for me than I thought it should have. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's like in it a felt movie tacked that, on in well, a way in, the, in, the, in a, in a movie that has such a good, that does such an ex expert job of economically telling story. They do dwell a lot of time. Like there's a lot of times where you're like, yeah, I get it. Like I, I get it. Yeah. You don't need to, you don't need to worry about that. Like you treat me like an adult watching this children's cartoon show movie and by the way no offense i'm no. just saying but like they're hoping they're, they're selling you know popcorn heads in the lobby because they want children to watch it mm -hmm. uh but yeah like it's just i i i you're treating us like adults and not holding our hands for certain parts but also holding our hands for the parts that are like intrinsic mm -hmm. like story and character like i there's so many moments where i'm like you could just let the cat you know and it might be just a concern like in movies, you're filming a person with a lens right there, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, I, I don't need, uh, I can trust that like the person's sad because I can see their facial features. And yeah. it's like with a cartoon, well, will that really come across? So I need to be extra careful to make sure it does, you know, and that's usually done with their animation with like over-exaggerated like responses and, 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 you know, visual or uh, physical body language. Mm -hmm. But building off what you just said, um, I do feel, and I agree with you on the fact that the movie feels you feel the three different directors in it that's what i'll say like you can there there are moments there there are sequences that are the whole movie is spectacular looking it's a beautiful film mm -hmm. and everything that they're doing is amazing but there are sequences that don't necessarily all like it doesn't flow seamlessly it, it didn't and like and that's and that's fine like you know like i i it doesn't hurt the movie yeah. I, I think it just 
it made me more it's, it's so dumb to say this. i was like i'm very aware i was watching a movie <laughs> yes yes no and it's I mean, true it's a stupid thing to say because i'm watching an animated movie of course i'm going to know that i'm watching a movie mm -hmm. but like cuts to things it was almost like they're like oh right we got to make sure we go back to that we need to make sure that we go back to that plot like i i don't know like it just, I felt like it just needed one more pass. Yeah. Like just one more pass. I don't even, I don't know if another pass would have done it. I, I like everything that, because it's the thing is what we talked about off mic uh, a while ago is like, I liked every scene. Mm -hmm. There was no scene at least. And I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, there was no scene for me that felt like it was a waste of time or extraneous or like even poorly conceived or badly acted. Every scene I think was a set. Every, every, I felt like there was no moment in which I, I watched a scene and thought, yeah, we didn't need that. There there was one, and it was only because I feel like they were doing, and this is like funny because it's like you're doing a comic um, book movie. Right. Right? And so I want there to be homages to comic books, and yet the one thing that bothered me, I assume oh, was the comic the, book homage. Oh, the, 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 um, oh, go ahead. Was the um the recap right at the beginning, oh, which yeah. was like the recap at the beginning of a comic book, which I don't always read because <laughs> I don't need to. But like, so like I appreciate that because like that is what they do. They do the intro. They're like, all right, let's do this one more time. Like, yeah. This last time, or like, whatever you want to say at the beginning of when they introduce a character and we get their origin story. Uh -huh. I I was like, that was the scene. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> we don't need it again. I'm I'm here and I'm with you. Right. I don't need that. But I also appreciate though that it felt like. A comic book so yeah. i was like i'm not really i don't know right i don't know yeah but anyway god i'm sorry no it's similar like the, the annotations that they would put in uh some of that got lost because like you're treating it like a movie so we're only going to look at that shot yeah for two seconds mm -hmm. but you put an annotation there where i need maybe three seconds to read it yeah, yeah and yeah, it's yeah. just like it, it's just like scott pilgrim versus the world where it's like oh you put you put onomatopoeias in there but the movie has sound but that was a visual thing. Right, but it was like, but it's a visual about sound. It's like, like, unique. It is uniquely designed for the visual comic book. Right, media but like, not, if you actually try to look at it and read it, it's yeah, like, it's like, wait, wait, I missed the film that's happening. Right, or I, I saw something occur, and now I'm thinking, did I need to have like noted what that was? Exactly, no, okay. exactly. But also, there were a couple of moments where that happened, and I was like, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did not hate it. And I'm just kind of like, it's more like a critical observation. Like, hey, you're going to, there's a moment you're going to miss a thing. You're going to miss the thing that's happening if you look down there. And that's just like, I mean, you ha that happens a thousand times a day with like subtitles. <laughs> so Right, you know. right. Exactly. Uh, but so, so it's not necessarily criticism, but it is an observation. Yeah. Um, but again, like I, I just, I, I felt like there were, you know, the, I was very aware like you said, but I was very aware that there were three directors. Yeah. Like it felt, and I don't want to say that it's true because I don't think it is, mm -mm. but it felt like one guy was like, I'm doing the, the action. Yeah. And then one person's like, and I'm going to do the character moments, the quiet little like interaction moments, the scenes between two or three people. And the other one's like, and I'm going to do the world building, like the background <laughs> stuff, because the background stuff was like almost like a whole other movie going on. Like yeah. there's a sequence where they're walking through uh, the like kind of behind the scenes of the Spider-Versity place or whatever the hell it's called. And like, you're seeing all the villains. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's a lot to see. There's a lot happening. And there. I didn't see most of it well, because no. A, it was dark. B, it was like, it, there was so much of it. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, if you, if you put 
if you put 10 things in front of me, uh-huh. I might be able to pick out my favorite things. But if you put a thousand things in front of me, I'm probably not going to pick out two things because there's so much choice. Yeah. And it's not like a complaint. It's just kind of like there's a lot going on in every shot, especially in that like chunk where they were like, it was almost like they went, we got to get, it was almost like they were like, we want to make this really important character study where like Spider-Man and Gwen and, you know, and maybe Peter will show up, but like Peter doesn't factor into this story pretty much at all. No. So, which is fine by the way, but um, you know, we're going to really focus on these guys. Hobie has more of a character arc yeah. than Peter. Uh, and, and he's great too, but like, you know, we're going to factor in these characters. We're going to look at that and then give him 20 minutes where there's just everything and just shotgun all that shit at the audience as, as like you know what i mean like, yeah just, just 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 love bomb them right i feel <laughs> with like spiders. i feel like that's like weirdly you know that's like some fan service 100 percent. they're you know they're putting something out there so that everyone can talk about it like it's a it's a moment where that's like, the someone, moment for the youtubers someone's gonna get you know like that clip the uh screenshot of like a photo of it mm-hmm. and then people could be like who's that who's that arrows oh, yeah. everywhere pointing to things on a thumbnail yeah. like, or it's just who... tiktok of like did you know right here's each character right i mean that's what like that's for part for. two it's also <laughs> it's also like weirdly like almost like a video game effect where it's like replay value yeah oh yeah watch again watch it again go go to the theater and watch it again yeah just looking for easter eggs yeah. Exactly. Which, by the way, like, th- that is, I will almost even say it's a compliment that, like, the movie is, has something for everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> it literally is, it is a, it, I don't want every movie yeah. to be a people pleaser. But I think this movie actually manages to be that because it's like, hey, do you like, like, teen romance? Yeah. That's in there. Do you like, you know, interpersonal character drama? that's in there yeah. do you like legacy and lore got that too mm-hmm. do you like superhero high-flying heroics like yeah i like that too that's in there do you like nitpicking crap that's there too yeah like are you a fetishist about like this this, this that and the other thing well that's there too like every <laughs> everything that you could possibly mine yeah from spider it was like a like an expression of sony's ownership of the character where they were like, look at what we can, look at what we own, all of it and more. And we left things out. Right. There's so much of it. Yeah. But so anyway, so, so like my like nitpick was just that I, mm-hmm. I felt like it could have been a smoother transition from certain parts of the story to the next part Absolutely. of the story. Absolutely. Um, but it doesn't like, there are movies where editing like can kind of really hurt a plot. It didn't hurt no. it. No, but it just but felt I was like, I was like, Oh, it was, it was a little, a little clunky for me. It was it, a yes. little clunky. And I think that has a lot to do with the, with the different perspectives. But like, I don't, it. I think most people won't even notice it because of just literally how visually stunning. Well, you know, it is. well, yeah, it is visually and stunning. And like that, like, and I realized I was like, you know, like the funny thing about comic books is that it's a joining of, art and words yes. and they have to function together and and, like and they, create like and, the illusion of sound uh, and, well, and like movement. also the illusion of like cohesion like they are both simultaneously telling you a story right and like yeah animation has a, a similar sort of job as well like, yeah. the voice acting has to be solid but you can also have a completely you know like languageless wordless animated film absolutely right? and just have the art tell the story right i always feel like a little bit like the the artwork in animation is a little more powerful than the story speaking component. Yeah. That that's a personal opinion. There. Okay. Um, 
And I have to remind myself that I'm like, we're watching an animated film. Right. Like, at the end of the day, even if it was, you know. It was conjured by humans making things. Well, I felt like it wasn't just like, you know, it's not, even if it's not like, you know, old school, like, you know, paper, Hand like drawn. Ghibli style, like, you know, drawn. Not that they're not leaning more into computers as well now, but like that it's still animation. And so like the, the art is on display yes. and the art is there. And obviously they, you know, after the first movie, the art style and the animation style for that film was so well received. They yeah. wanted to push the envelope. Absolutely. With it. And so I, I feel like that's where they put the bulk of their effort. Not that the story isn't good, but I just feel like they were like, make sure this movie is stunning yeah and they <laughs> yeah. did they absolutely Spare no did. expense when it but, comes to how good this movie right looks. right right and so like i feel like at the end of the day they got through it all and like the editing they're like good we did it <laughs> yeah. yeah and i'm not saying it again it's not that it's bad i'm like it just isn't the same level as some of the other components of the rest that's of the fair movie. uh you know i hate to su to suggest this is what it was like but for me watching this movie i didn't necessarily notice that the editing felt clunky but i did feel like scenes it was like, this is a scene, and this is a scene, and this is a scene. And you know what that kind of reminded me of? Yeah. Swiping no, yeah, through yeah, TikTok. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Where it's like, you've just seen a scene. Or like, almost like a show. Like, it's almost more like a, like yeah. a, like a cartoon. Yeah, like a cartoon show where yeah. it's like, and now you watch this, and now this, and now this, and now this. And and look, and you know what? Actually, they all kind of went together. You know, uh, oh, that's I wonder if someone could do a cut of this movie when it comes out mm -hmm. to cut it into like, just just to episodes just ex or or segments yeah uh but overall i mean it is it is it's no, a visually it's, stunning movie and it like is. and and it, like i love how um you know in the first movie you had like five or six spider people from different realities with different like styles mm -hmm. presumably their worlds had the same style that matched them but like it would be a monumental animation undertaking and not to mention cost to see those worlds so we actually economically saved it by putting them all in one one place mm -hmm. But in this movie, they were like, well, we we blew up the budget. So let's put let's let's see those places. Yeah. And so they were able to go like to, you know, the the Spider India like world where that is visually different from the 2099 to the I mean, even the vultures animation. I would love to have seen his world, but I'm sure it would cost like an extra million dollars just to render it. Right. Uh, but, you know, overall, we got to see more and it but it just felt like a natural progression from the first movie mm -hmm. didn't feel you know it, it this easily could have been self-indulgent and i think that in parts it kind of is but it works because that was the promise of the first movie right so consistently within the framework of this franchise that's exactly what you expect exactly so it worked and it worked with like the limitations of the first movie and then they were able to because of the success of it expand on it it worked right congratulations exactly we're almost at the 45 minute mark so this is the point in which in the show in which i would like to remind everyone that just because we are criticizing the movie doesn't mean that we didn't enjoy it and if you're just joining us now um we in fact did like it um <laughs> and just because we have critiques of it uh just means that um we are living breathing human beings who look at art and even if we enjoy it, uh, can, can criticize, can it. critique it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about some acting, huh? Okay, because I think yeah, that there was some real like top quality acting. That. I mean, Shamik Moore's Miles Morales again. He's, he's he's endearing. He's the heart of this whole movie. Yes, the whole movie rests on his. And I mean, obviously, course. it's his movie. Yeah. But I mean, there is. But something... it's also Haley Steinfeld's movie. <laughs> right. But I mean, it, he there is something about his voice quality and the work that he brings to the the film yeah that just it's just it's a warmer experience when he's there no matter what's yes. happening to him like there's he, an innocence there's a joy there's there, a, yeah. yeah like you know and like not only just because he seems to 
get Miles. He gets the character. He, you know, does such a great job conveying whatever emotion that he needs to get across uh, on in, onto the screen. Um, but he seems to enjoy it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Right. I don't know if he hates like, it or loves it. Legitimately, I mean, there just seems to be such a warmth and joy to his voice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Haley, Haley Steinfeld, she... Uh, I, I always forget it's her. I know, she's great. She does such a great job with that. Like, I always forget it's her playing that character until yep. the credits roll, and then I'm like, right! Right. <laughs> she's wonderful. Her Gwen is great. Uh, they mm-hmm. got to give her more. She does more acting. She's uh, they deepen her character, and she, you know, she nails it. There's yeah. no notes, no questions, mm-hmm. no arguments. She's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, uh, we kind of had to diminish the role of Jeff a little bit, make him more of like a plot device, but he is still great um and he had such a strong presence that like every in the first movie that in every in every scene he's in he is a uh delight so it's like okay you know what i wanted more i wanted more but i wanted more just because i really like um brian tyree henry's version of jeff morales big time i'm like i would love to know him in real life like uh, jeff morales is just like like a great guy exactly <laughs> exactly uh but uh luna lauren velez's uh rio morales was great uh yeah. she didn't have a lot to do in the first but again like she didn't have a lot to do in the first movie so now she has a lot to do in this yep and uh she's wonderful she was really really uh you know you, you felt like her her motherhood her and par- her, her, her parenting i think i think you know no matter what your background is like you know yeah there is an element of her being a mom that you like you like you can feel right like i'm just like ooh, oh no don't do that, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I I'm getting anxiety for you, man. <laughs> right. Um, it's funny because Oscar Isaac playing 2099 in the post-credit scene, I guess, in the first movie. Yeah. Uh, I loved him in that, and more like whimsical and fun. Obviously, he hadn't quite. Uh, he was. They, he, hadn't, he, they, he, they hadn't decided what they were going to do with. No, him. he clearly hadn't been juicing yet, and uh, he also hadn't, uh, you know, skipped universes and screwed up everything. <laughs> um, but in this, uh, he, you, you, you get it. And he does a great job. There's, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm I'm very critical of not using like standard voice actors in big budget movies because for me I'm like, well, you're gonna spend the money on the budget on the movie anyway. Who cares if like mm-hmm. Jonah Hill plays somebody versus like uh, you know Kevin Conroy or something? You know, yeah. like uh, rest in peace. But like the uh, but with Oscar Isaac, he does a great job. Like mm-hmm. he's just, he, you know, the dude always shows up ready to work. I feel bad for him. Like of course playing Apocalypse, which is like just you just horribly miscast. But yeah. he, you know, but he he's swinging for the fences on Apocalypse. It's just that. I'm sorry, man. You were you were done a disservice on like terms of you know costuming and and mm-hmm. and, and and direction and writing. But uh, but you you know I can't blame you on for you for that. You said yes. Why wouldn't you? Right, right. Um, but he's really good in this, and he's he's good. He's good all over. You know, I just liked him a lot. Um, I for, I didn't even realize that Spot was played by Jason Schwartzman. I don't really care for him, but I think he did a great job with the Spot. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, and then there's the yeah. rest, like everybody. But um, there are a couple of standouts, obviously. Um, I guess we should talk really quick about Hobie Brown because he was great. Yeah, he was. You know, it's funny. Out of the gate, his animation style, like, it took me a few, like, a scene or two for Mm -hmm. me to be like, what is happening? No, I got it. I got it. Mm -hmm. And then, but, like, sometimes when Gwen is outside of her universe, because we got to see her universe, and clearly it matches the cover that we first saw Gwen on, and I appreciate that that's sort of homage. But sometimes her style merges pretty well into the Miles universe. Yeah, which is And so, like, he was kind of the first one to show up and be like, and I was like, we're right, seeing something else. Right, right, right. And like, my brain was like, this is the, don't, this is what this movie is. Don't yeah, forget. Exactly. Like, right, exactly. right, right, right. Um, I love that, you know, grungy, punky, you know, yeah. like anarchist London yeah. <laughs> like flyers on a wall kind of mm-hmm. like styling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that art style that he is meant to depict is really fun. If you get a chance, you could check it out. 
Um, but Hobie Brown like was a great character, a great addition. Yep. I feel like, you know, it really strengthens that, you know, Miguel in this movie playing that authoritarian role yeah. Yeah. and Hobie being like, I'm punk rock. Yeah. I'm against everything that you're I represent doing. the and, like anti-establishment, like the rejection of authority. Right, right, right. Um, I appreciate them dealing with the obvious um, hypocrisy yes. of him working with them uh-huh. in this film and then being like, I'm out. Right. Like he does the work he needs to do. And then he like, he leaves. Yeah. I'm like, cool. I'm like, because if you're anti-establishment, you wouldn't be worth the establishment. And, and he leaves. And, and then he leaves. And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. But Daniel Kalu's uh, voice was great. He yeah. Did, he did a great job. He did such a great job. And, and, you know, I, I know that Hobie Brown in the comic Spider, uh, Spider-Punk is like a Brit. Yeah. But I didn't feel it until I saw, or until I heard this voice mm-hmm. portray it. I was like, ah, that's what I was missing. Yeah. You know? I really stuff. appreciated it too. Like even like the art style difference when he takes off the mask mm-hmm. too. Like it's just, he's, you know, it's just, it's just a different like, look. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's awesome. Oh yeah. No, I agree. Uh, yeah. I mean, different paper style, I should say. Cause it's really what it is. It's almost like he's like, like a layers zine. of papers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, he was great. <laughs> um, I always like Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker. He's my Peter Parker from now on. Like he's just, you know, he's can great. We, can we talk a little bit just about, Peter B. Parker in this. Yes. He's barely in this movie. He's barely in this movie, and and, and he does a lot of things that kind of like I, I would disagree with. Um, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time we, we run into him, obviously they want to point out the fact that like he's like, look, it all worked out with MJ. He's got a kid. Mm-hmm. Yay. And then he's like, and now I'm going to go on a really dangerous adventure. And put her in jail. And, and put her in danger. And I'll take her with me because that's what the because we movie need, needs that to happen. Yeah, because my action figure comes with a baby. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I I go places with the baby. That one I was like, like okay. My design, like, my design comes with a robe and a baby. You know, because <laughs> even when, like, at the end when they all get together, like, he's still wearing a robe and he has the baby. And it's like, okay, that's the that's the character sheet. And it's like, you can go off that. It's $100 no, it's million. Like, dollars. Hey, Peter would not do that. Yeah, Peter would never like. brought his baby in, in harm's way like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, he wouldn't like only in as much as like if it was inevitable or it was uh, unavoidable. But in this case, it's like, well, I'll I've, I'll be right back. I have to drop my daughter off now, and then I will do something. But Peter also would, but, to to significant personal de- like you know detriment, the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I he but he certainly wouldn't put his daughter at risk. Right. Um, I I don't. But like again, it's supposed it's done for laughs. Uh, but yeah, uh, it didn't take me out. But I was also like, hmm. But it's done. But we need her to. But we need the baby to go like. Rah, rah. We need it to be cute. Yeah. And to be fun. And you know. Uh, so okay, fine. Yeah. But like, and again, it is cute. It is delightful. I do like it. Uh. But you know. But the, but there was a moment when they're climbing up the, the 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 thing going to the moon, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. But I also really appreciate like, I appreciate the um the impact that he and miles had on each other's lives. Mm-hmm. You know, like miles is like, I have two friends <laughs> and they're both in different universes. And Peter's like, and I have a kid because you impacted my life like that. And it's like, that's really nice. But again, they also were like trying very hard. And I think the movie, like, you know, that's part of what the movie's about to drive a wedge between them because the movie is about like mm-hmm. authority and it is about like, like parent, like, parenthood and belonging yeah. and family at the end of the day that's what it's all about but like that's I just, I yeah. just you know like, it did take yeah, it didn't take me out but i was i was very aware i was hyper aware i was hyper aware of like why would he bring that baby with yeah him? they don't bring that baby so, with you. like just knowing him regardless of the fact that he would give up chase to save his child yeah i feel like he just wouldn't 
put her in the position to need that. No. Because no. it doesn't help anyone. Exactly. Like if something were to happen, he can't help Miles anyway. Exactly. Well, and he's not even going to. Yeah. Which is another like thing that if you know, if you if you know and love Peter, you're kind of like, when's the other shoe gonna drop? Like when's Peter going to figure out, you know, the way but it's like but it's not his movie, so he can't. And it's one of those things where it's like, you're just hyper aware of it if you're like if you do this kind of thing. And right. it's like Peter, the movie is Miles's movie. Yeah. Like Miles has to come to the epiphany. He has to solve the problem. He has to come up with sure. the solution for the for the Spider Verse universe collapse. But thing. he but he needs his supporting cast to be there to either make a mistake. Yep. For him to learn from, mm -hmm. or to support him and yes. then have him come around. Exactly. Like, and so, but again, I think they just really were like, we need to have the kid there. Yeah. Well, and we need Peter. We don't. You could feel like we don't have anything for him to do. Right. Yeah. But we're not gonna we not put to him, in, him here. in the movie. Exactly. Um, so we'll just we'll just put more baggage on him. Uh but otherwise, I mean, you know, he's great. Uh yeah. Uh the writing's solid, the movie looks good, the acting is fantastic, the direction again, like I think each scene is well directed. It's just, you know, the in terms of slapping them together. I think I think we also have to make sure we talk about um there's like a moment with the villains obviously where they're walking through oh yeah all the all the easter eggs but the 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 donald glover appearance yeah um that has well and the venom appearance it's not, i didn't even notice it's that. not venom but it's mrs chen from the venom oh right, right 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 yeah yes, thank you. um they really spent a lot of time in that scene and you're like yeah you guys are very very proud of what you've made yeah here. they spent a, like i was like why are we why are we still here <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah <laughs> i um yeah, the okay, so everyone's gonna okay. It is uh financially uh wise to start speculating about what the hidden meaning behind getting, you know, Donald Glover's portrayal of Aaron Davis's prowler from the MCU into this movie and how he's wearing a full-on suit, what the ramifications or implications are for the future of these movies I mean, and the reality I, I, I is i feel like what that means is spider-man doing do a very good job of inspiring him not to go down that well path. i mean he did just he did web him <laughs> to the trunk of his car yeah. for an hour you know with ice cream in the trunk mm -hmm. uh so yeah i can imagine he's pretty pissed but like i um it doesn't mean anything it, the, the, what it means is they they convinced him to come they put him in a suit he sat against a green screen for like you know an hour they shot a bunch of different things. They probably begged him to come up with a couple of fun lines because mm -hmm. he's a brilliant writer. And the, uh, and that's it. As far mm -hmm. as like whether Prowler will be in the next three Spider-Man movies or whether uh, Miles is going to be the next Spider-Man at the end of the next trilogy or the next first movie or mm -hmm. whatever is irrelevant and uh, completely unplanned. The fact is we can tell that Marvel has no plan. Right, right. Like does not. When it comes to their own universe or Spider-Man. Right. And Sony is taking victory laps. Even if they don't deserve them. Like when they're announcing, you know, that, that this movie's success at, while at the same breath releasing a Craven the Hunter movie. So, you know, it's, they're not, they, they don't have any plan. It was yeah. just, it's, it's an Easter egg. It's an Easter egg in the purest sense where it's like, oh, and that's it. Right. There's nothing deeper to it, I think. I mean, like, I would be very cautious to suggest that, like, that is a secret, like, they made a deal. They've got, the next movie's gonna be about Prowler, or, like, Miles is gonna be the next Spider-Man. It's I, well, just there. They're also, but they're also creating a situation in which either 
they're gonna they they'll either just ignore it and let the fans figure out how any of this works, mm -hmm. or they feel like they have to address it because Miguel specifically mentions Doctor Strange. Strange. Um, and I'm like, okay, I okay, someone's gonna have to figure that out now. <laughs> Well, and it's funny because, because like, the, well, and you know, I know it's strange. There's magic involved, mm -hmm. but I and like I know. Listen, you know me, guys. I'll be like, magic can do anything. Who cares? Just hand wave it away, right? But it's, it's still a little lazy. Yes, right. It's still a little lazy um, to just go like, well, they don't have the glitch problem because magic, right? Well, yeah, like no, no. And I'm like, well, then he they don't have a glitch. Like then he shouldn't be upset about it, exactly. Because magic took care of it and everything's fine then, right? Like if you're gonna tell me magic's gonna take care of the no, <laughs> okay. So no way home happens because of a magic spell. Mm. So when the when the villains and Spider Men come through, that's a magic portal. Yeah, they're probably enchanted because when they go back to their home universe, this is all speculation. Sure. And I promise you, Marvel doesn't give a shit. But like when they go back to their home, they fade away into dust, like a magic spell. Right. Whereas when they go back to their home realities in Spider-Verse movies, they go through like a portal, like uh -huh. a, hexag a, hex a hexagonal portal. Right. Uh, so it's two different methods of transportation. No, I understand. And so, yeah, that. like there's a, there's a magic spell in these but characters. But then why, why does Miguel upset about it? Oh, he Strange is. Strange fixed it. Because it's annoying. Like I think <laughs> that for him, he's very put upon. I think it's remember, just... he says, don't even get me started about those two characters. Right. And I'm like, but they, those two characters took care of it. And yeah. It but only for themselves. Via your method. No. Yeah. But he's like, but I'm not a magician. I have no idea how that works. I don't know how they figured it out. Right. All I know is they broke it and then they fixed themselves, but not before a literal sky tear shouldn't opened he, up and all of our characters almost spilled shouldn't out. Shouldn't he have been more upset about the Loki issue? That's over there. Somebody else did that. Not a spider character. Oh, spider right. characters didn't do that. I can't say that. Well, that's true. Even though I absolutely should be. Well, and the fact that like, if you look at the branching like reality that he shows, like the tree, you turn it on its side, it looks exactly it like the like one like from that. Loki. And I it's know. like, but I appreciate that. I'm like, hey, yeah. good for you. And I love that like for the spiders, they're like, oh, it goes this way. And for the MCU, no, 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 no. It goes this way. And I'm like, that's cute. If there's any effort or thought that goes into it. Yeah. And I, and I fear that's more of an art department decision as mm -hmm. opposed to a, well, like an said, executive decision over at anybody. The number one thing they're paying attention to in like for for this movie is art. Yeah. And I think that's great because from an artistic standpoint, I'm like, yay, that's awesome. Like, you know, there's there's beautiful color usage in this movie and and, yeah. and there's just, you know, so many different styles that they had to develop for characters from wherever they came from. Like it's yeah. just, it's, it's it's a powerhouse of a visual treat. Um right. But then other things are just like references. Who cares? Yes. Yeah. And that's always the problem <laughs> when you make fine. like it was easier when there weren't movies like, like Batman and Robin 1997. George Clooney says this is why Superman works alone. It's the biggest comic book reference and implication of a, of a larger universe uh -huh. at that time in a, in a comic book movie. Which Superman is he talking about? Mm hmm. It's got to be Christopher Reeve, right? What, what's happening? Oh, my God. That's it. And, and you know what anyone did? Nothing. Wizard Magazine might have written a thing about it. But yeah. That's it. You know? Nobody complained. Nobody talked about it. George Clooney didn't even know what the hell was going on. Yeah. Neither did Joel Schumacher. That's it. Nobody probably even asked Christopher Reeve. Right, right. You know, it wasn't like now where somebody was like, hey, Christopher Reeve, what did they say? They said Superman. Are you going to be in another Batman movie? What? And, and, and he would be, like, frustrated and confused. Right. And it's just like, what? Um, in today's world, it's like you are what you're meta watching movies, you're meta reading comic books, you're 
I read every interview. I watched every like trade analysis. And then I saw every trailer for this. And then I watched the movie and I can tell you definitively that this thing was here because of this and that. And it's just like, who knows then, man, like who cares? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, you know, the, the, the only thing that the only like consistency that I keep when it comes to these movies is that I know these people are stupid and that they don't care. Not the people who do, who watch them. I'm talking about the people who make them producers and directors that they are big dummy dumb children and that they don't care at all I don't know. not like, all the directors don't care but they but for the majority of the time they I don't, don't care know if i agree with that well then i'll agree to disagree with you but i'm just okay. saying like they like i've seen too many examples of them going like huh you know what this is really important and it's like look i'm not being nick Vicky. like i'm not asking you to like explain miguel and uh, why miguel didn't call dr strange i'm asking you to just explain like you know the portal inconsistencies and the reality is like because they're rival studios making them and that's why they don't look the same like sure. because what well i do care about that all i care about is that you buy the action figure of spider punk of, of spider punk you know I, I want you to buy this like on a, on a critical level i want you to like miles you know and, and root for him mm-hmm. and on a technical level i want you to buy his action figure like though that's the two main important things well, these i think there are there are people in the production house yes that think that right i think other people are like i'm gonna make a movie right well like the director's just like oh man i can't wait to tell yeah. this story this one time i mean to the point where like you're watching people like directors and actors being like oh i only want like like hugo weaving who was like i'm gonna sign on i'm gonna sign this insane contract with marvel and then they're going, oh, well, what movie are you going to be when, when you Red Skull again? Oh, I'm not being Red Skull again. I just signed that contract because I want to play the Red Skull the one time. But there's a, <laughs> there's a financial penalty. I don't give a shit. I'm Hugo Weaving. I'll just, I'll just pay it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But he comes back? Mm-hmm. Well, not with me. <laughs> you know, and that, 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 knowing that is like, well, then, then it's all up for grabs. Mm-hmm. You know, people are talking about Spider-Man 2, like uh, 4, 5, 6. And it's like, is there going to be one? I don't know. There was a video that was pushed to me today that was like Tom Holland confirms or like lays down the law about the next Spider-Man movie. And I'm like, I don't even, I didn't watch it. I was like, I don't want to know. I don't know what the hell Tom Holland says. Cause he's just an actor. Fact is when I, you know, knowing that like actors will be like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to be in the next one is a negotiation tactic to get more money for the next one. Like, right. Oh my God. Yeah. And then, then all you know is that you know nothing, but uh, let's jump into a couple super chats. Unless there's anything that stands out that you really, really want to like, cover um no i don't i don't think so like again like you know i like the movie i i think i liked the first one more mm, i think i like this one more okay i think they're both fantastic you know what it is like i i think i just you know i really enjoyed like the getting to know miles i really enjoyed yeah. the um getting to know his family like there was just and I, peter is great you know the story is like simultaneously quite large mm-hmm. but really tight it's yes. like really about miles and his relationships with people and yes. like finding out who he is yep um you know and, and learning a lot about his own like his inner circles mm-hmm. um and this one you know is like trying to capture that heart yeah but also make it on a multiversal scale yeah um and so like i think i just connect more with the first one yeah i i it's funny i was thinking about this this is just an observation that i was making earlier and i think i did another show but it doesn't matter because uh, this is our show who cares yeah. but uh you know peter like we don't know what universe Peter B. Parker is in. I think they say six sixteen B or something. But the point is, Peter B. Parker probably lives in a universe where there's Captain America. We just don't see it. Mm. Like, um, Peter Parker, played by Chris Pine, in the first movie, mm-hmm. 
lived in a universe where there were no superheroes but him. Right. He lived in a Spider-Man centric universe. Mm -hmm. And as far as he's concerned, he was the only one, the only superhero and the only spider person. He didn't know about a spider verse. When he meets Miles, he says, I thought I was the only one. Mm -hmm. And so when Miles becomes Spider-Man, he starts by being like, I am a second generation Spider-Man. Then is introduced to five other spider people and mm -hmm. finds out immediately like he isn't even he isn't technically Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until he meets an interdimensional Spider-Man mm -hmm. and then meets four other ones. Right. And then they guide him. And so we go from a Spider-Man who really should have like his mentor should have been a, a Spider-Man in a vacuum and was one. And I think and and now in this one, he's like, okay. So like Peter Parker, Chris Pine in the first movie, mm -hmm. he is Spider-Man in a vacuum. Right. He's like, I'm all I'm alone. And so he's like, I need to do everything I can, which is why he's so successful, mm -hmm. which is why he needs to do everything and why it's like so amped up. You know, he's got like merchandise and like, you know, crazy bunkers and cat bat caves and all his technology and stuff <laughs> like that. Like he's got it all. Yeah. Because he's like, I, I'm the only one. I'm mm -hmm. the only one who needs to do it. Whereas Miles, when he's born as Spider-Man, he's like, I am not only the not not the only one of my own reality, but there's like a bazillion of me. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the first movie, they leave him alone in a vacuum. Yep. And he's like, this is not how I know how to be Spider-Man mm -hmm. because I am used to having mentorship and help Yep. and to be part of something. And so leaving him in that place in the beginning of this next movie of this, of, of across the Spider-Verse is such a wonderful metaphor for the theme and motif of this movie, which is about being part of something. Mm-hmm. And then like, and informing how he is as a hero. And I'm like, that's really cool. Way to go. Like way to, way to tie, tie things off and, and guide things in. And I'm like, all right, it's cool. That's all. It's just okay. like, that's neat. How come before we, because we got to move on. We got to jump into super mm -hmm. chats. Absolutely. We do. Um, now that they've taken the spider and said that the spider came from. Earth 42. Yeah. How come it, it wasn't glitching? It was. Was it in the first movie? Yeah. I didn't catch that. I didn't yeah. look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it glitches. Are you sure? I'm positive. It's, did people make videos? No, 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 no. I just, <laughs> I just remember. No, okay. because I remember being like, oh. Oh, okay. No, seeing it in the first like first time when he hits it, it falls to the ground and it glitches. And I'm like, what? But it glitched when it died? Yeah. Not before that? No. Shouldn't have been like. We don't, well, no, because it's not all. They're not always glitching at every, but, every few seconds. In the first movie, they didn't. And in the beginning of this movie, they didn't. No, it, it, it's not glitching every few seconds. Okay. But it does glitch when it okay, dies. Okay, okay. Now it could be that it doesn't it only glitches when it dies, is because you know, <laughs> like, well, it died, so it, like, you know, whatever. Who cares? Okay. Because it's mad. I just think you know. it's funny that they didn't pick up on it. Yeah. Like, and by they, I mean the scientists who. Oh yeah, well they didn't pay attention. <laughs> well, they the... were looking for that, weren't they? Partially. No, 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 no. No, they weren't. It, it, it is completely not connected. Okay. I think I. Th for some reason, I thought that spider was in the lab. If it was in the lab, it escaped probably through the collider. Okay. When they're doing the experiments on Kingpin's, like you know, alternate I'm have family. To go back and check it out. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, so. Um, but yeah, no, I still, I think I still like the first one better than this one. That's but fair. again, this one is it's gonna be really tough half a movie. Yeah. Well, that's great. But it is and it isn't because it is there's quite, a lot. It is quite, it is, there's a lot to it. Um, and and I'm, I'm looking because I don't want to say about anything, but there's definitely some like things that could or could not be smoking guns. It's weird that you'd put it in the first half mm -hmm. of a movie. I don't know. That always is weird when it's like two halves of a movie. Yeah. 
to make the whole movie. I think that they'll. And it's like, when does that come up? Like, should you put the smoking gun at the beginning of the first yeah. half of the movie? Or, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I think it's great. I, I think that, uh, and I trust them at this point. You know, the first one is great. The second one is good. I think the third one will be just as good, if not as good. Like, the third one has the chance to pay off both movies in such a strong way that I only and i trust the creators mm-hmm. i can only feel positive about it the only thing i did notice is that there's an absence <laughs> of alex hirsch on the credits for this one versus the last one that might be the other thing i think i like i didn't even notice that i he didn't like even punched it up that. or something i, I know oh. alex hirsch worse than the first one but he uh yeah like i definitely like his style of storytelling for well, sure that's why like the first one is all about family but so is the second one but just um, in a different way like people can already i'm already imagining writers like movie movie critics yes like real like critics not like what we're doing mm-hmm. necessarily um writing their reviews for the next one already yes <laughs> no question well they just type it in uh write me a review no, for I, spider-man I was across gonna say, the I, i'm like here here's the clip that you'll be seeing everywhere uh greater than endgame greater than endgame oh yeah or spider-man's endgame yeah <laughs> like yeah <laughs> they're, just, they're just gonna have it in a word doc somewhere oh, or yeah. a google doc ready to go. yeah it's like those uh pre-written uh, obituaries for, for famous people that's so sad <laughs> yeah uh okay so joe fariant uh or Fayant says uh this is how the spider-verse needs to be in the comics happens because of science not because of mystic totem bs no inheritors this movie was a masterpiece and top five cbms of all time mm-hmm. One of Joe's top five. I hear you. Uh, Beeper well, Leaper. You gotta say it like that because. Yeah, you know, Joe's it's, top five. It's Joe's top five. That's right. Not just factual. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you, man. Uh, Beeper Leaper Comic Pop. I uh, absolutely loved Across the Spider Verse. Watched it under the influence <laughs> and had an amazing time. Also, I recently had to switch back to Comicsology because it's space. Ever run out of space for physical books? I did. Uh, big time. I have a studio now, but like even then, I, I still can't buy every single physical book that no, i used we do to a lot of comics so it's a lot of comicsology yes it's a huge space saver for sure i can only imagine what this might have looked like under the influence that, oh, that, that... i can't even imagine don't you know be careful don't drive home <laughs> uh nick prado looking handsome as always thanks nick uh, i appreciate it uh louis de la torre this past weekend was Phoenix Comic Con, and both Tom King and Mark Wade signed my books, and I got a copy of Days Future Past. Nice. nice Those are two fantastic nice. creators and fans of the or uh, guests on this channel. <laughs> uh, Deconaton, uh, long shot, I know, but will you ever cover Kane's Scarlet Spider series on the show? I absolutely loved it. And bringing it to more people could really be cool. I'd uh, be happy to do that. I don't have it all, but uh, I would, I, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, spider people help. Bat, bats and spiders are always webs and wings. Maybe they should have made it Kane instead of Miguel. I mean, it was basically. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say like Ben because Kane was a lot more like, oh, my life. Oh, well, yeah. But yeah, no. It, it, a clone of a clone. No, no, no. It's, well, it doesn't it's matter. Yeah, Kane looks cool. I was saying it doesn't matter. It doesn't Clearly matter. it doesn't matter. That's true. No, but you don't get that suit. Uh, Bryce Harriet, Hey, Silent Tiff. Sorry I couldn't stay too long. Going to see the movie on Thursday. Can't wait for the big spider. Uh, the big spider and spell slinger cameos. You're great. Uh, thank you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 that we're waiting for those too. Yeah, same. I love those characters Me too. because they're uh, they're spider sonas of us. <laughs> um, no, Aode says my poor boy Miguel got done dirty. I mean, yeah, but at least he looks great, right? And he's played by a great actor. Mm. Uh, Cat lawyer defend for treats can't watch now, but here's a bagel, bagel. <laughs> Hilarious moment in that movie. Uh, Louis back. Uh, also, this past Spider Verse is the greatest Marvel movie ever. It shows what it means to be a Spider-Man, but also calls out the issues with him. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it does inadvertently call, like point out some is, some issues with him. I can't imagine a, a whole building full of Peter Parkers going, let someone die. It's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how about you eggheads get together and figure out why that happens? And don't call them canon events because that's kind of too fourth wall breaky. Right. Also, I, I wanted to point out, too, like, you know, we get this whole thing of, like, you know, Miguel clearly is the antagonist here that, like, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in the second He's one. He's the right? opposing force. He's the opposing force, right? But like Miles' actions do have an effect. An effect. Yeah. And w- this movie clearly doesn't have the time to resolve that. I assume we're yeah. going to see that resolution in the second one. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, they were saying they were they were threatening that there'll be more spider people in the next one and I'm kind of like I feel like we got it. Like it, this was the one where it's like it's choked the spider people and I would love it if the next one was just like and I say just, I mean just miles miguel and gwen you know mm-hmm. although because i got the resolution for peter b parker i love him but like we got it he's married as a kid we're good we don't need more or if you want to do more do a little movie about him you know we're good mm. do it uh, get the puss in boots people to make it um because it looked good and it's you different know, you know it's funny what you really needed but they resolved it anyway gwen and her dad already resolved it. exactly so i'm like peter and gwen needed to have a moment yes where they he's did. just like Hey, I'm a dad, so I get it. But like, right? Like, I'm not saying he's right. No, but yeah, <laughs> would have been nice. Uh, also, uh, you were you're a younger version of my old girlfriend that died. Uh, Girk Pectus. Sorry. <laughs> I thought about the Earth 42 spider after seeing the first movie a couple times, but I assumed it bit that Peter and then bit Miles. What a great twist! I agree. Uh, yeah, felt like a very much like an Ultimate Universe kind of thing, but I'm glad it was like multiversal instead. Did it jump ahead? It did. We'll just go to start. Oh, yeah. What am I doing? Um, Hulkzilla uh, just wanted to say thanks to Sal, Tiffany, Ben, and Ethan, and anyone else that makes Comic Pop possible. You guys bring a t- lot of joy with comic knowledge. Thanks, Hulkzilla. Well, thank you very we much. appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for uh, being here. Denial Miles uh, has thrived in his recent books after the movies with more emphasis on his environment, supporting cast, family, and personal interests and hobbies. And Marvel still messed up the momentum with What If Miles Morales. That book is not great. I agree with you. Yeah, it's not great. Deeper uh, Leaper returns to say, imagine his team working on a Batman animated film. Doesn't have to be multiversal. <laughs> More specifically with the aesthetic of Batman Beyond. I mean, I'd be very okay with that. Uh, but uh, Bruce Tim is still involved in those things, so you won't be seeing that. Rayfar, <laughs> come pop woo, I like the movie and I'm looking forward to the sequel. Didn't blow me away, though I liked the first one. Though like the first one. Though liked the first. Oh, it didn't blow me away like the first one. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. See, that's that's Ray's opinion mm-hmm. about that. Exactly. Uh, Logan Shirley, I'm a little worried that the Miguel vampire reference is going to pay off in some sort of inheritor's plot in the next movie. I don't think we're going to I don't think they're going to throw the inheritors in here now, but I do think that that moment of him almost biting somebody was really important and it was telegraphing what's going to happen in the next And movie. that and that's so funny because I I thought I was like that was my smoking gun. I'm like yeah. and that will come up when and, and yet not. when we brought it up I noticed in the chat most people were like I thought that was a joke. Right. And I was like, "Okay, so this played two different ways for people." Yes. It either played as haha that's funny or vampires? Right? I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Sage, what are your thoughts on Gotham City Year One? Any plans to do a back issues on it? Uh, it's almost a perfect comic book. It's definitely worth your worth your money. And yes, we'll do it. What about Dawn of DC books? Have you picked up? Uh, obviously, I've gotten um, Green Arrow. Superman is amazing, and uh, I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman. And uh, Shazam is good. World's Finest is fantastic. Um, I'm reading uh, Adventures of Superman. You know, stuff like that. Uh, Ray Farr, uh, the coolest thing from this movie is that it made my not comic reading friend go out and buy Spider Punk comics. Nice, nice. As I understand it, he's pretty, 
he's pretty accurate. Uh, Beeper Leaper, Sal, in a recent back issues, you did your Sean Connery impression. Do you do any more impressions? I do. I do impressions of pretty much anybody I meet and any uh, character. If there's an actor that we're talking about, I will do an impression of that actor. Yeah. It's not necessarily good, but it will be what I do. <laughs> uh, Mexican Drug Lord, it was uh, great to see Kane in Across the Spider-Verse. I do wonder why they called him Ben Riley, though. <laughs> <laughs> good call, my friend. Anarchic Arachnid, glad to hear you liked it. Now you know why I like Hobie enough to name and theme my profile around him. Nice. nice. Anarchic Arachnid, I get it. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty great. Uh, Girk Pectus, this movie proves how important voice actors are as, an, as opposed to that POS Mario movie. I can't wait to see who Gwen is in Earth 42. I hope she's a villain. I mean, I feel like everybody's a villain. That's why like, the whole world is like dark and everything. Yeah. That being said, uh, you know, the Mario movie is... It's a, it's a different thing. It's a man. completely different thing, um, but yeah. and it's like a different vibe. Like it's, it's yeah, like it's like it's, it's almost apples and just because there's two. Listen, we're not going to start bringing in Miyazaki works and comparing it against Mario, <laughs> Spider Verse, no uh, Minions. Like right, it's just there's very different styles of animated movies. Like you know, that's like saying like let's let's talk about uh your favorite horror movie and your favorite romance movie like it's like they're both movies and they both have actors in them but they're different genres so yeah and and i I, I mean i get like you're maybe thinking about the voice actor. yeah i like charlie day as luigi (laughs) no he did a good job but like it's just it's different stakes it's a different style of script like yeah well and it's an illumination movie it was only gonna have yeah like that's i don't know uh, and I, I thought that movie was cute. And I thought right? it had like, you know, I wouldn't say it was, I would never compare these two things. No, they're just two totally different things. I I don't know. Yeah. It's over 9,000 production. Spectacular siding with uh, 2009. Hurt my soul. Agreed. Yeah. So great to see two spectacular show up. Uh, also said that Semper Jr. doesn't get the recognition he deserves, even though he wrote most of almost all of 90s Spidey. Um, he does. I mean, anytime that show comes up in the like, in the in the in the commentary circuit like they're all talking about john semper and how important he is and how influential he was mm. um yeah but uh that's fair um but yeah i loved seeing josh keaton spider-man in there yeah. he's so like little it was, it was weird to see him set against everybody he's like hey and i'm like <laughs> nah, you look great uh yeah bring back spectacular spider yeah uh joseph uh canella sorry for my previous comment i misinterpreted something you said uh what were your guys opinion on mj and peter's conversation it was a breath of fresh air uh no worries don't worry about it but uh thanks for being here and we do appreciate the super chat uh i mean i you know i um it was fine yeah i liked it it wasn't like this was at no point was i like that's my mary jane they nailed oh, in, it in the film in this movie okay, I, was yeah. sure I think that's what he means <laughs> uh but yeah i i was like i was like yeah was, yeah okay you know, she made a sports joke or was referenced and he's, she, she, she explains it. That's cute. I was like, that's funny. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Like she's, she's accepting of him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's right. Like not every scene is going to be a great power, great responsibility nugget. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I'm glad that it wasn't. I'm glad it was just like a nice moment. She's mm-hmm. like, what'd you do with our daughter today? You dummy. <laughs> and I'm like, fair, you know, bring it up. But uh, yeah, it's sweet. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And it was nice uh liam wilson hey guys hope you're having a great day uh, yeah yeah thank we you did. thank you what's your opinion on the miles morales is miles modest uh is miles morales not spider-man take um i don't know what that means but uh i'm sure it's some like oh because people okay that miles morales is we everyone calls him miles morales oh yeah spider-man because it because it gets confusing you know because uh you when you say spider-man you got a character that's been around for 20 years and a character's been around for 80 years and uh the 80 years takes precedence usually in people's minds and because he's on all the merchandise. Uh, and so I think it's for expedience, certainly for me. 
Uh, it's just because I'm like, I got to talk. I got to differentiate, you know, I'll take Miles Morales Spider-Man over black Spider-Man. You know, just being like, it's about race. Like, no, Miles Morales Spider-Man is very much the Miles Morales. Ver- I mean, you know, it, 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 I think it just identifies that Spider-Man as being so distinctly him, mm-hmm. you know, and this movie, I think, really gave Miles more of an identity than mm-hmm. the, the comics had previously. I know the new regime of uh, writers for the last two runs of Miles have certainly deepened his lore and made him a more well-rounded character, uh, despite, you know, I like what Bendis did with him. But again, he was like kind of a fresh, clean slate. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't get involved in that kind of debate. I don't care. I'm just kind of like which Spider-Man are you talking about? Yeah, you know, it, usually context helps where it's like, oh, remember when Spider-Man like did this thing with his dad? I'd be like, mm, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> and I don't need you to differentiate. Uh, Joseph Canella, I uh, love how these movies made the Peter variants uh, have similar facial structures, like how Ben and Peter B and Pe- Gwen's Peter and Miles Peter all look alike. I agree. Um, it was something that like I was wondering if they were actually doing on purpose in the first movie that now I'm like, oh, they are. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. Uh, Girk Pectus, uh, I thought about Earth 42 Spider after seeing the first movie a couple times, but I assumed that I did beat Peter and then bit Miles. What a great twist. I think we said that already. Yeah. Uh, Logan Shirley, shouldn't Miguel be the first anomaly, not Miles? I think you're, I think you're tapping into something right mm. now. I think maybe him being so mean and so like in Miles's face is him being like, cause it's really me. So maybe. Uh, Caden He's Sketch. like, I'm a fisto. <laughs> no! <laughs> Caden Sketch, uh, Across the Spider-Verse needs a Sunflower song, but the music was fire. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, there wasn't like a standout song that was like, this is the movie. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah, I like the movie. I like the music a lot. <laughs> this movie. Uh, Rido says, hey, well, now I just want a Miyazaki Spider-Man movie. I mean, I would I would have taken... I mean, I remember when, like... I'd like to poke into that universe and I would see love what to that's see that. like. I, I can't imagine what that would be like. I don't know if it would be good. Yeah. But I would like to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, um, you know... Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see that. I remember when, like, Marvel bought Disney and one... like Or Disney bought Marvel and we were all like, man, I can't wait for a Pixar Marvel movie. And we never got it. We got that Big Hero Six movie that that was the Disney's the Disney CG animation team, which was still good. Yeah, it was good. But uh, I, enjoyed it. I remember enjoying it. And I, they never I really it since. Yeah, and they couldn't have cared less about it. But uh, yeah, so um, let's talk about some comic books that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Okay, let's. This is all about comic books. Uh, I'm going to look at. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm going to Zdarsky's. look at something. Uh, Batman 136 is coming out. I'm going to obviously read this. It's the beginning of uh, a new story arc slash event. Mm. which i i couldn't be excited about to save my life but i'm still gonna read it because it's zadarsky we'll see how it goes um daredevil 12 yep more please yay it's ending <laughs> soon and then there'll be a new creative team i like more please yay more please yay uh, i read a preview for spider-man number nine from slot and bagley this looks silly we'll see how it goes shazam 2 uh, i'm gonna check that out obviously <laughs> um like that adventures of superman john kent number four uh i'll read that see how that goes okay and um oh steelworks number one from michael dorn it's coming out oh cool what what that's Worf's first comic i'm excited (laughs) to see that that just sunk in yeah you made me do a double take at you i did i did and uh i i haven't i don't think it comes out this week but i did read it and i'll talk about it a little bit next episode i read the first issue of uh ninja turtles meets stranger things 
All right, right, right. And I'm going to give you the PDF so you can read it too. We can okay. talk about it. But uh, if you haven't already, uh, I think Final Cutoff is over, but like you can still pre order it. Uh, it's really fun. It's weird how good it is. I was like, I remember seeing a preview for it and being like, that looks so dumb. Mm-hmm. And I saw the action figures and I was okay. like, they're fine. Uh, but no, it's actually really fun. And it's like, look, it's set in 1985, I think. Like it's set in that time. Okay. So it's the Ninja Turtles in the 80s. Okay. With Stranger Things. And so they look like they're drawn in the mm-hmm. 80s. Like the designs are the old like 80s versions of the character. Like it's it's really okay. cool. I was just like, this is really cool. The version we got was the black and white version. And, I, and it is being colored. But like they should strongly consider making a black and white version. Oh. because it looked really good like it just it worked on its own and it yeah. harkened back to like the ninja turtles you know and their and their black and white origins uh-huh. would have been really cool to do that so definitely consider doing that okay cool um can i get the tabs oh yeah thanks thank you very much mm-hmm. uh x-men number 23 is coming out this week so i'm gonna read that yep oh we're, we're heading that way iron man sentinels that's what it looks like We'll find out. Immortal X-Men number 12 will be coming out this week, so I'll also be checking that out because mm-hmm. I just can't get enough X-anything, apparently. Um, <laughs> except there are certain things I've like... Oh, oh yeah, no, there's um, a couple you can get enough of, like Deadpool batter. <laughs> uh, uh, also, uh, Phantom Road number four by Jeff Lemire. Love this book so mm-hmm. much. Um, Steve Orlando's going to be writing um, oh. Mutant X-Men uh, Before the Fall, Mutant First Strike. Anything that says before the fall on it, I'm trying to to to, to read just you know to know where we're gonna be at. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling this has to do with Bishop. I see his name here, but mm-hmm. you know, I think Steve Orlando was no, was Steve Orlando writing the Bishop? No, no, no. Um, that's also in the, the that's coming out too, so you can take a look. Oh right, right, right. Is it? Yeah, it's right there. Oh yeah, look at that. No, it was not him. It was not him at all. No. Nope. Um. Anyway, um. But I'm gonna check. Look, if it has the word or words like before the fall on it. Yeah. I want to know what it's going to be because I, if they're going to reference something to it later on, depending on how cohesive this is, right. I want to know about it. Fair. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. I just wanted to see what this was. Yeah, no, they're, well, Return of the Jedi turned 40, so they're putting out all these books. Remember the Ewoks book? Yes. That was all a bunch of different stories about Ewoks during Return of the Jedi. So right. like, this is going to be about, like I guess, specifically the Empire, probably Stormtroopers. But it's just stuff. one writer. Yeah, no, the last one was one writer. Oh, Oh, There's a bunch of different stories. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. I was like, what is that? Yeah. Oh, stormtroopers. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> They're scary. I used to love those guys. Right, right, right. <laughs> I guess I still do. Anyway. I just like their design. They're great. Solid design. Stormtroopers look fantastic, unless they're clones. Uh, so yeah, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to our channel. Check out Spider-Verse in theaters now and only in theaters until like a few probably weeks i'm sure that one will have a long enough run i think you're right you haven't seen it go get go go check it out i mean if you stay through this though and you got spoiled you know no it's true uh but you're still gonna love it uh yeah dark knights of steel 11 comes out i'm not reading because we can't we can't uh we can't describe for you the like the stunning visuals like that's something you have to experience on your own agreed so go like find it like a nice theater yeah yeah definitely treat yourself uh if you can uh, mm-hmm. to see that movie yeah. but uh, thanks a lot for hanging out with us everybody and we'll see you guys next time don't forget to follow Tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic pop subscribe to this channel for more click the bell for notifications and click for uh, you know the, all notifications or whatever I don't know the system all the, please all for the love the of god subscribe and uh, check out a most recent episode of GBU uh, we talked about obscure or forgotten DC characters and uh, we delve into the world of checkmate uh, yeah 
a, a character that apparently, uh, what was it? Uh, All American or agent Liberty agent Liberty apparently appeared on like Supergirl and he was a bad guy. And I was like, Oh, I didn't sit. I didn't know that. Cause I don't watch, uh, I don't watch those shows. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he was in that. You got his name wrong again. Yeah. Cause he's a fucking forgettable <laughs> character, but, um, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and, and Aztec. So and check out that episode. It's yes. uh, it's a fun one. It was uh, a good one. Right. And stay tuned for more back issues over on youtube.com slash comic of course. See you next time. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Stay tuned for Chris. He'll be out on uh, pros and cons in a couple hours. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye.